Well, welcome to God Talk again. We're dealing with, no doubt about it, all the follow-up to Easter, which was three weeks ago. What is the so what of the resurrection? So yesterday we asked the question, is there anything that could happen to you? Some disaster, some argument, some book that could be written, a friend gives up their faith. Um, Is there anything that could happen that would take away your core beliefs? Uh, What do you know absolutely for sure that no one could ever take away? There may be questions out here on the periphery, but at the core, this is locked in. Anyway, uh, every single belief that uh, you and I have, creation, God, Jesus, the cross, resurrection, prayer, heaven, second coming, they've all been attacked by somebody, smart people, and uh, been under attack by people who used to believe and don't believe anymore. And uh, we just want to say, is there anything that could happen to you that they could get past the TV cameras and the passwords and the (laughs) lasers and everything else? And they could do a laser dance and sneak under it all and somehow take some of your faith away. You might not even know that it's happening. It's just all of a sudden gone in a subtle way. You just don't believe those things anymore. Very few people just make a direct rupture. It, It just leaks away little bit by little bit. I've been a pastor for, boy, maybe 10 years when I I just had accumulated so many church members that were suffering. I finally said, God, you know, why don't you step in more? Where are you, God? Shouldn't uh, step in. My grandfather, you know, he prayed for him. He's a wonderful preacher, preached all over the world, a saint. Uh, God, you know, step in here. And a church member that had a big tumor on his arm, it was horrible. We had anointing at his home, great prayer service. I invited him to the church. We had an anointing in front of the whole church for him. We were all sure something was going to happen, but it didn't. They took the arm off. We kept praying. The cancer came back. I moved away from that church, came down to California. He died. They called me back. And somewhere in that process, I I nailed something down. Romans 8, verse 32 It says, He who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all, will he not also, along with him, graciously give us all things? And there through Paul, God is saying, I give you my son. How can you question me anymore? I've given you my very best. I've emptied heaven. And now you question me? You want me to do another miracle? Dance for you again? You want me to do that healing? Send you money? Whatever. And I said, I will always pray. And I will always be thankful for whatever else God does for me. But I will never question the goodness of God again. That is settled. That is not up for discussion. I'm not putting that back on the table for for review. I'm not going to dishonor him because he says, if you question me, then you're doubting the cross. I said, I'm not going to do that. And I said that in the funeral sermon, and I've been trying to be true to that for the last 35, 40 years, is to say... um, This part is settled. God is good. (laughs) Jesus on the cross and the resurrection settles that for me. That's the so what. God is good. I'm not putting up that for discussion any further. I tortured myself with questions. Uh, If you know me at all, we've talked about this. 9-11, 3,000 people die with those planes that crashed into the buildings. A few months uh, time later, plane lands on the Hudson River in New York, very close by. 150 people walk away. Not one gets killed. What's the difference? Did God choose who was saved and lost? And I said, I can't do that. And it's clear to me the difference was the pilots. One one set of pilots are the terrorists. One is a great Christian man. They made a movie out of him. God didn't decide between the winners and the losers. 
I did a worship for the school the other day and uh, talked about the story in a book I read a while ago. They were selling, uh, I was selling books in, in Russia. And uh, for some reason, they came to a house and uh, they bought a great controversy. They were doing Bible studies with them. There was a time when he needed a place to put a box of books. They said, we can keep it for you. They put it in the back room. He came months later to get the books, and their dogs had somehow been left in there one time and had chewed through the box and really made a mess. So they were sick when this call porter came back to get his books. What were they going to do? And they had to say, we're sorry. You know, we, our dogs made a terrible mistake. We didn't have the money to buy you a new set of books. We don't know what to do. They went back to the back. And here were all the books in perfect pe- plastic cellophane wrapping, all in a box, exactly the way they were at the beginning. God did it. God did it. <laughs> Good for God. But why doesn't he do something about the tsunami that kills 250,000 people? Does he care more about the books than the 250,000 people? I said, I'm not putting God up for question, even with that. God is good. I went to see one of my church members at the City of Hope. He had kid liver cancer. We had prayed for him. We had a big anointing for him, and he's dying. And he's frustrated. And his wife called and said, I think he's dying. So I jumped in the car, drove an hour. Late at night, about midnight, I was up there, his wife, two adult kids, prayed for him, came back down to my car, out of gas. No wallet. I searched my car, found 60-some cents. Went to the gas station. I'm 45, 50 miles away from home. I said, can I buy 63 cents of gas from you? And he said, how far do you got to go? And I said, mm, 45, 50 miles. He said, 63 cents is not going to get us. I don't know what else to do. I'll go till the gas runs out. I'll sleep by the side of the car till my wife can come get me tomorrow morning. Black guy is standing there. He said, I'll float you alone. You know, I said, dude, you float me alone. You give me an address. I'll send you triple the money you give me. He said, I'll give you $10. Unbelievable. He got me home, and my friend died of liver cancer. Is God a little confused here? My $10 of gas money is somehow more important of his attention than healing my friend of cancer, liver cancer? I'm not going to debate it. I'm not putting God on my court. He settled it at the cross. He does, even if God never does another miracle, even if I never hear of another miracle, never read of another miracle, if he answers no prayers at all, for the rest of my life, I am not going to doubt God's goodness. That's the so what. Jesus died for us, and he, he rose from the grave, and uh, God is good. He gave us his son. Enough. 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 I will pray for my friends and all the needs, but I'm not questioning God's goodness anymore. No one can take that away from me. That's God talk for today. God is good. All the time. Forever and ever. Come back to us tomorrow. We'll go a little farther wrestling with what is there in your belief system that there is no doubt and no one can take it away from you. God bless. We'll see you tomorrow.